Also, views and opinions expressed by Edwin are Edwin and Edwin's only, all right? Not of his sponsors, employers, baby mama, anybody he went to school with, anybody he owed money to. With that being said, enjoy the video. What is going on, everyone? Edwin Pagan here. Thanks for joining me on the Word on the Road podcast, your weekly technology care package. I am your host, Edwin Pagan. If you're new to the channel or if this is your first time watching, this is a, a weekly technology podcast I do where I take three articles from the internet. I break them down for you. I give you my insights on them, and then I send you on your way more informed, more edu edu more educated uh, about the interwebs and all the strange little things going on in there. But uh, with that being said, it's just my way of sharing things that I'm, I'm passionate about and articles that I like uh, with you guys. So with that being said, man, I appreciate you uh, uh, watching watching these videos and of course if you like the videos at the end or the channel or whatever uh, make sure to subscribe and hit that like button this is the stuff that they teach us to say on these videos I don't know this, I'm, I'm watching tutorials on how to become a better youtuber and uh, you know they always say make sure you tell people to like your video and stuff like that but with that being said man happy Friday to everyone we made it if you're in quarantine I'm sorry uh, as you know coronavirus is uh, is on and cracking uh, one could say that things might be a little crazy <laughs> okay a little, just bring a little sense of humor to the podcast all right i'm sorry all right i uh, i film these by myself um with that being said man i'm having a good week i'm having a lazy friday i was supposed to stream today uh tech support did not have the chance to do it i had something that came up so i apologize to anybody who uh was tuning in for the uh weekly or daily tech support video streams that i do uh, i'm definitely thinking about changing those up i might start doing those every other day just because um it's I'm running out of things to talk about for one hour, uh, and when no one asks me questions, uh, it's it's just a little awkward. So I think I might like just start streaming games or something like that, and do tech support at the same time. Something to occupy the dead space, cause I can only talk about tech for so much on these videos. So, um, with that being said. If you have watched the streams uh, of, of live tech support um, that I do, the I think it's called the Happy Hour Tech Bar, um, you know, I appreciate you watching and just give me some suggestions if you want to see something different on there, but I'm definitely going to change that up. But uh, man, it's, it's an interesting time to be alive, bro. We on quarantine, you know, it's uh, it, it's crazy because I'm from Florida, I'm in Florida, and like as someone who's been through hurricanes, it's, it's kind of the same vibe. The only thing is that like there's no like... There's no radar that's like that that's like showing us the storm coming. It's just like this invisible disease and it's like uh, or sickness and it's like uh it's almost like something out of like an M Night Shyamalan f uh, movie, you know what I mean? Like it's like this is this is really happening. We really we really going through a, a crisis here. So, it's uh it's interesting times to be alive, man, and um you know, I'm doing everything I can to be quarantined. It, you know, like uh, uh I feel like the gyms, like I go to the gym a lot cuz that's like my disconnect and so like the gym I'm at, man, they are doing a terrible job. Shout out to Salute, Salute 24-Hour Fitness in Orlando, bro. Y'all, y'all slacking. It is it is on some next level. Like, there's no paper towels. The bathrooms are dirty, and it's just like they don't care. And maybe I don't care because I keep going to the gym, but it's like the only gym that's 24 hours a day. And so uh, you got to do what you got to do. But I'm like, you know, it, it's just weird that it's like, yo, like were we always this dirty and this is why this happened you know i'm kind of having trouble finding out what 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 like like what's the next course of action because it's just like it's just this fear i don't know man you know that kind of i feel like that that the podcast is kind of taking a turn for the worse now uh but with that being said man uh everything else after that everything's good i'm looking forward to the weekend i'm spending time with my son he is in town with me or i have him this weekend and so we'll be doing some streaming so if you uh if you're into roblox streaming uh we'll probably be streaming during the weekend uh him and I and so 
that's it, man. That's all I got going on in my world, bro. Like I said, um, everything is good. Happy to be alive. So with that being said, man, I got some interesting articles for you guys today. Um, hopefully uh, not too many uh, uh, to scare you like the coronavirus ones. Uh, but just some, uh, some stuff that I found interesting. Um, uh, on the internet. So with that being said, remember that the links to these articles are listed below. All right. So they're in the description. Uh, if you're listening on iTunes or on a podcast, um, uh, they should be in the bio or the description of the podcast platform that you're using. So, uh, with that being said, let's go ahead and jump right into it from the fine folks. Now I wanted to pull this one up from dig.com cause I thought this was really interesting. Um, and this is a, a, a an article from dig.com or a, a link. I don't know what it is, but it's definitely, it's, it's on dig.com, but it's basically how, uh, here's how Boston Dynamics robot technology has improved uh, in the past uh, 10 years. So take a look at these shenanigans, man. This is nuts, bro, because these are the robots from Boston Dynamics. So this is kind of how they've improved uh, in the past couple years, as you can see. One robot is, one is 2009, so that's when I was in high school, and then the other one is like current day. You got one robot that's just jumping is doing laps <laughs> that's nuts bro it really is because like from someone who who has done like a robotics team in high school i kind of understand how complicated robotics is especially when you're talking about like robots this big and like human movements a lot of people don't realize that like human movements are really really hard to mimic on a robot um i remember watching this special about like weightlifting and how like uh olympic lifters do like clean and press and how it, you know the art of like moving a bar up and how a lot of it is just physics um it's, it's a lot of its physics and how how we walk a lot of its physics and so computers um have issues processing that and so that's why like if you look at the initial robot look how weird it is walking it doesn't really it's not really understanding it has to have a harness on it like a wire harness right here and now we're at that point where the robots can run but here's the thing guys here's why you shouldn't have to fear about this right or have any fears about this because at the end of the day is as much as we fear robots uh these robots cost like $200,000. It doesn't include the maintenance, all right? So you won't be seeing these robots deployed anytime soon uh, just because of the fact that they're so expensive and uh, their weakest link is a big magnet. So all you need is like a humongous magnet, like the ones you see in industrial parks or for like tow truck, uh, not tow truck, but like junkyards where they like magnetically pick up cars and move them. That's all you need, right? Just bzz, boom, done, you know what I mean? And uh, But this is really gnarly to see, man, just to see like, like the improvement in technology even though it doesn't look that drastic but i remember but i like i remember in 2009 when we saw this we were like oh my goodness the robots are coming to attack us hide your kids hide your wife have hide your pop tart stash <laughs> uh because these are coming but yeah this is uh the fine folks at boston dynamics now i remember i seen the like the dog ones where it was like the the boston dynamics dogs and that would chase people like let me see if i could find a video of it uh the boston dynamics dogs because it was pretty freaking gnarly uh boston dynamics uh let's see if they have the dog one because the one that's the dog is nuts bro like look at this thing man it's like a little doggy that can just and i think this is way more practical because like humans are way more practical on four legs than we are as one and i think like one is more like to reamulate what humans can do but this thing is like it can run for 90 minutes let's take a look at it that's nuts it's like yeah so anyways we'll, we'll go back to the articles anyways so that's coming from the fine folks at dig.com um 
have the link for that below. But with that being said, uh, next article coming from the fine folks at Axios.com. A-X- iOS. I've never seen this website before. Um, I, I kind of use like Reddit and things like that to find some of these articles. But uh, GOP senators introduce a bill to ban TikTok on government devices, man. So TikTok, you haven't heard of it? It's a, uh, it's, uh, it's that app that your kid uses, all right, to make little music videos. It's an app that I use with my son to make music videos. It's, I don't know. I love it. It's cool. It's dope. But um, government uh, Republican Senator Josh something 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 Rick uh, and Rick Scott shout out Rick Scott Florida um, are introducing legislation to bar federal employees from using TikTok on government devices now what was interesting to find out about the application TikTok is that it's actually uh, it's made by a company called ByteDance which um, which is a Chinese tech government or Chinese tech company and um, what the fear is is that they're going to be installing the fear is is that the company TikTok, who is is in a is a is a Chinese company, um, they have ties to the Chinese government, and the government is using this application to monitor its users. And if it's on government employee uh, uh, devices, and they can monitor government employees. So the fear is kind of like what Huawei did um, with uh, uh, it's kind of like what we did with Huawei phones, where we banned Huawei phones from being uh, sold in the U.S. because of the fear of government spying by the uh, by the Chinese government. And so. Uh, strange times we're living in you know what i'm saying that we have to worry about spies again but the reality is is that uh it, it's a it's a real fear so uh the thing is is that like you look at companies in the u.s and you look at how how the type of regulation that the government can have and the type of control the government can have uh, over that company now um a good example of this is like when the fbi asked apple to unlock a cell phone and apple straight up said yeah we can't do that and uh fbi is like well we need you to unlock it and they're like well we can't unlock it because there's no ability for us to unlock it and so the fbi cannot force apple to put something on their software that allow them to get in in the chinese market it's a little different and it's a little different with the government because the government can forcefully say we need a backdoor we need a way in we need this and that uh, for security purposes and so those companies have to comply with that compliance. Uh, it's one of the reasons why Google's had such a hard time breaking into China. And so with that being said, um, with TikTok being as popular as, as it is, a lot of people who are employees in the government don't understand that like, you know, it's not, um, it, it's not like, it, it's not like your average application that you could just put on your phone, nothing happens. When you start using foreign government applications who have access to your uh, to your microphone and access to the camera, that means that TikTok itself has access to those services on your phone. And so, if they can access those services through a backdoor that they built into the application that's forced by the U uh, by the Chinese government, then that creates this whole different threat for for uh, for users. And so. Uh, the government is basically trying to get ahead of it um, before it becomes a thing. Because listen, spying is a thing. It's a sp spying has always been a thing. Um, it's 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 one of those things that governments want to know what the people are doing. And uh, instead of tapping their phones, if people already have an application installed, why not going through that door? So it's something that uh, has been an issue uh, in tech for a long time, which is government and what the government can and cannot make you do. So um, definitely check out the article. Um, it's it's. Really really interesting insight so uh yeah that's that's all i gotta say about that man i'm not here to scare your pants off but uh um yeah so last but not least um 
I found this article very, very, very interesting. It's coming from the fine folks at thebolditalic.com. Um, and uh, it's written by a gentleman by the name Matthew Charnock. All right, public school education, guys. I'm sorry. Uh, but that being said, uh, the article is, is about basically why Silicon Valley is turning to magic mushrooms. Now, uh, I want to start by saying that I and uh, I do not support any type of drug usage um, uh, on this podcast. All right, I think drugs are bad and you should not do drugs. Uh, with that being said, why I found this article uh, uh, so interesting um, is because it kind of talks about. Um, uh, the burnout rate that's happening in Silicon Valley. And I kind of can relate to this article because um, I definitely say, before I go into this, definitely check out the article. It's definitely a good article. It kind of talks about a guy who started micro-dosing magic mushrooms or psilocybin mushrooms. And micro-dosing means instead of taking a full mushroom, you're taking like a little tab, little dip, little dip, dip, and you slip and you, and you eat it. And it helps, uh, a lot of people say that it helps them relax. And so, um, lowering uh, an article kind of highlights that lowering the stress uh, of 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 lowering stress is one of the main reasons techies are turning to microdosing. Over 60% of tech workers admit to feeling burnt out. As someone you know, to share my personal insight on it, um, uh, someone who has who's worked in tech, um, burning out is a real thing, and a lot of people don't understand that, bro. Like to burn out uh, is real. And a lot of it, it, it the, st the stress of trying to be successful. So, like, to give you some insight on myself, like, my work schedule when I worked uh, at the Big Four um, and when I worked, you know, Fortune 500 and everything like that, it, it was nonstop for five years. And what I mean by that is, like, you can choose to be ordinary and just nine to five clock out, or you can choose to be the guy who's trying to move up. You're trying to be the person who is, um, uh, if you're really driven, then it's hard to have a balance because I was extremely driven. And so um, I had issues earlier on in my career with obesity. And so um, when I finally recovered from obesity, and this is a whole other story about, about how I was 300 pounds, but um, one of the things that I had to throw into my equation was working out and work and learning. And so the three things that I cared about most was my health, my job, and not, not so much my health, but my, my health, my job, and then also staying ahead of everyone as far as learning. And so it was this continuous, like, I never got a disconnect. I was constantly stressed out. When I wasn't thinking about one thing, I was thinking about the other. When I was like, I would be laying in bed with my fiance or my girlfriend at the time, and I, I, it'd be one o'clock in the morning. I'm thinking about how I didn't reply to an email and how I didn't do this and that. And so the stress of the job really becomes a real thing. And a lot of people think that just because you're making a lot of money and this and that, that it's, it makes it all better. But the reality is, is like, no, you're constantly, constantly, especially when, when you want to be the best in your industry um, or you're working for one of the best companies. And so it's competitive in that nature. Um, you, you, oh, you will burn yourself out and you will. And uh, all the Adderall and everything in the world cannot prevent that from happening you know what i'm saying that's, a, that's just me giving you my honest take on it and so um traditionally like most people would turn to like alcohol you know i see alcohol being a huge thing in corporate america it's it's true it's something that's not people don't want to talk about but like when every single drug is illegal people start turning to the one that's socially okay which is alcohol and then alcoholism kind of becomes an okay thing as long as you're functional because I see it in the sense in corporate America where it's like happy hours and we have a happy hour on Wednesday and then we have no we have the wind down on Wednesday, happy hours on Friday, something something on 
on Saturday. Every business meeting or or, or uh, after hours meeting you go to has alcohol, and a lot of it is just a way of coping with the stress. But the long term effects of it are not are not good. And I steered very clear away from alcohol um, when I was in corporate America because it became the thing where it was so regularly available. I said I got to choose the gym over that, and so. I became med- I started medicating through working out and through um, uh, and through like using other supplements that were natural um, to kind of balance myself out, whereas other people don't. And so uh, everyone has their way of dealing with it. And so to to see that people are using micro dosing, such as like uh, mushrooms, to to kind of deal with the stress of working in Silicon Valley, I think it's 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 one of the most gnarliest things ever. That is that that's socially acceptable because uh, at at the end of the day. Like it talks about how like the drug itself helps you deal with um, because a lot of like what the article kind of talks about is how like the fact that he's taking magic mushrooms, he doesn't feel like this high, like he's not like hallucinating at work, but it's just this nice little calm feeling. And so um, in in the article, he kind of talks about how like um, uh, it kind of forces you to deal with certain issues that you've closed behind. And so, again, what I, I always tell people is that money is not everything, especially when it comes to your job. And just because people have these great jobs doesn't mean that they don't deal with the same issues that you and I deal with. It doesn't mean that they haven't experienced trauma. It doesn't mean that they haven't have you know had such and such issues. And so if you're able to take something that's natural, that's not addictive and to help you deal with that, then I salute you 100% for that. You know what I'm saying? Because uh, I feel like a lot of people deal with a lot of unaddressed issues in their life and you're so busy chasing this dream that you forget to address other issues that's going on in your life and so you know i always tell people i have i have what they call the corporate hangover um which is like i spent so much time in corporate america that like i have a hangover from it because of of how like of how stressful it is to it is to try to chase your dream as much as you love what you do the reality of like the responsibilities that come with it, the constantly wondering if you're going to be automated out, uh, the deadlines and knowing that someone can replace you, um, X, Y, Z, um, you have to have a, some type of balance. And so with me, especially now uh, as an independent, um, where I don't have people telling me what to do, um, I have to force myself to have a work-life balance and take my health seriously because it can easily spiral into something way more serious. And so this is definitely a great article to check out and, um, you know, just to, to, to get some insight of what it's like um, or what people are using as natural remedies for uh, um dealing with stress and things like that and so uh yeah um so with that being said man definitely check out this article uh, i found it very uh <clears throat> so with that being said definitely check out this article it's very very interesting um there's a lot of articles out there about micro dosing about magic mushrooms like i said i don't endorse drug usage and stuff like that but what I do address is is work-life balance is in, and being healthy and taking care of number one first because at the end of the day, um, your job can throw you away and they can fire you and that'll be that, you know, but your health, you only get one shot and time, you only get one shot and so take it seriously, you know what I'm saying? So um, with, with that being said, man, that concludes today's episode of Word on the Road. I know I went a little deep on that one, but uh, with that being said, this is a weekly podcast I do every Monday. Wednesday and Friday. (laughs) Why do I keep forgetting that, bro? Monday, Wednesday, and Friday on YouTube and on your favorite podcast network. But until next time, guys, uh, my name is Edwin Pagan. Y'all have been fun. Thanks for listening to Word on the Road on podcast. Take care, everyone. Happy Friday. Have a great weekend. Peace. Guys, what are you doing?
watching my dad's channel. <laughs> watching your dad's YouTube channel?